Welcome to the Dolly Mom and the Millennials. I am very excited that you decided to join us today for this podcast. I am a mom of four children, age 19 to 26. My name is Esther, and we live in New Jersey. This podcast is pretty much just going to let you behind the scenes at the secrets and the successes and the struggles and the strengths of a very typical American family. We are happy to have you join in on the fun. Today, I will be speaking with my daughter, Rachel, who I am going to introduce to you right now. She is the baby of the four, and she has a lot of good insight for us today. Welcome, Rachel. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm the fourth kid. I'm the youngest. Um, I'm in college right now. I'm actually about to graduate in like six months in June. And yeah, we're going to talk about a couple things today. <laughs> right. So Rachel, I'm going to ask you a little bit more about yourself. Uh, what is your greatest passion? Uh, music. I'm going to school for sound editing and audio engineering. And I've loved music since I was little. I was in plays since like first grade and started playing the guitar in seventh and haven't really stopped developing my love for music since then. Thanks. That's awesome. I know. I'm really excited about that. You're a, you're a unique bird, that's for sure. So we explored a little bit in a different episode with our uh, son, Josh, Rachel's uh, older brother, about some of the things that we valued highly in our home. And I'm going to ask that same question of Rachel tonight. Uh, what would you say were the things that held the highest value um, in our that we held to a very high value in our home, Dad and I? Um, there's definitely like three things that have stood out to me the most. Uh, generosity is one of the main ones. I've always seen a really generous spirit among you guys, and I feel like that's rubbed off on me. Um, respect is another big one I've seen from both of you, but especially within respecting everyone of all ages I've seen from you because you've worked with kids so many times and just how you can respect from all all different ages. And uh, the last one is individuality. Definitely was encouraged and stressed in our house. All four of us are very different, <laughs> have very different career paths and have very different passions in our lives that you've really pushed us towards and let us do exactly what we've had a passion for. Oh, well, that's really fun. So let's go back to those and just uh, walk through those and see how those have played out in your life. So when you think about the spirit of generosity or the things that we value, we do value. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> we value generosity uh, quite a bit. I've learned a lot, especially from my own parents growing up. And um, because I personally was a missionary kid and I survived because of other people's generosity. I, um, was dependent on whether or not other people uh, were generous to our family. So that may be why I value it so highly and why it came out to you. But what ways would you say that that played out for you? Why do you say that we, we value it? Um, I think like the first major thing that I saw was our church spoke about, someone came to our church speaking about um, charity water and like clean water for everyone, how it's not available to everyone. And then I remember the guy came and his birthday was in September and that really pushed me towards wanting to donate to um, this cause. And it was going you gave and, up your birthday. Right? Yeah, we, yeah. I gave up my birthday and everyone gave me money to donate to 
this charity instead of me giving gifts. And that was really because I saw how generous you were, you and dad were with your money and how it really helped others. And I saw that um, play out in a couple different ways in charity water and then liquid water. And, um, and we went to Bolivia and then you ended up donating a playground. You and dad ended up donating a playground to the kids that we had there, seen there. And that was just really spoke to me and how you guys are just very generous with your money and your time. Yeah. It's interesting how that feeds off of each other because I would look at it from the perspective of you were nine. And I remember you hearing that message at church about uh, these kids in Africa and down in South America and all over the world that didn't have clean water. And I felt like your generous spirit came out and you sort of sparked this huge thing for our family um, where now, you know, because you gave up your birthday at the time, then we ended up all doing a 5k together um, to uh, run for clean water. Dad and I sort of took this uh, mantle on uh, that you sort of, sparked in our family and a passion for for clean water and then even about three years ago dad and I didn't actually have enough money to do a well and it was really discouraging for us it was one of the first times we didn't have enough money and the four of you came and said well we'll all help and give towards that as well and it was exciting for me to see uh it come full circle where as a little kid, I was the kid that needed other people's generosity. And now my own children are uh, have generous spirits to give back to those other kids who need generosity. So it's been kind of a really cool uh, journey to watch everything come full circle. And I just, you know, pray that that would be. What about other ways um, that you, well, how will you bring that, do you think, into your life? Um, where are you? I should yeah, say. Well, one way that, um, helps, I think is every time we get paid, I, we, I tithe. And that's something that's just helpful that when I have feel some feel passionate about something, I have money already put away that I can be generous and really donate and give that support when I feel passionate about something like charity water or, um, just clean water in general. But, um, just like the well, when we all have, the ability to donate because we had had been tithing. That's something that I think will definitely carry out. And another thing I've seen in you guys, and I think has rubbed off on me or help will in the future when I have my own house and all of that is you've always been really open with your own house and your, the beach house and all of that, just letting people use it, not necessarily being like stingy or like not welcoming people into your home and being generous with your home. And, um, even the beach house, not having everyone rent it, just allowing people to really use it when you feel it's best for them. Yeah. And it's not always about the money. It's about, well, it yeah. definitely makes my heart come alive. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that just even today about how my my heart gets really excited when I can give to people. It just yeah. does. I don't know what that is. I don't know um, where that really came from, but it does. I probably have the love language of giving, so <laughs> it works out. But I, I, even dad with his like such a busy schedule, still does the mission. Right, right. And I, I would say that um, I feel that God's heart is very generous to me. <laughs> 
He's been overly generous um, to me and I just like it. And one of the things I think that it's definitely done for me is it's kept money and possessions hopefully in their proper place Mm -hmm. that they are not to be valued over people. And that's hopefully what I would have, we would have imparted to you guys is that all of these things we can hold on tightly, but they are not, it's not worth it. And somehow we've been protected. Um, The beach house, sometimes I wonder if it's going to burn to the ground or flood (laughs) out. And yet I just know that it's really God's gift to me in order for me to uh, use it as a gift for others. There's a verse that I've, dad and I've thought about where it says, I will bless you so that you can be a blessing. Yeah. And that's just sort of what we want as we receive, we just give out. So that's exciting. So you said, um, thank you, Rachel. That's great. And so the second thing for you was uh, respect. Is that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, one big thing I think that stood out to me, we've had this conversation a couple of times with um, the other siblings about how, if you feel respected, it's a lot easier to give respect. And one thing that I saw you do was because you used to volunteer with liquid kids and you told me one of the ways you felt stood out to the kids and really got a good response from them was how much they felt respected by you. And then that's how you can really touch them is because you would bend down and be at their level. So they didn't feel like they had to talk up to you or that you weren't elevated from them and how I, as the youngest always really felt respected, even though I was so young, my opinion, I always felt was really valued. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've brought into my own life and transferred is when I'm around younger kids, I never felt like I have any type of, um, power or anything more value because I'm older. I've had the blanket swooping respect for like people younger than me and older than me, just because that's how I was always treated. And everyone's opinion is really valuable. Yeah. I think everybody's opinion is really valuable. And I think that was probably one of, and I said this in the other podcast, one of the things that I struggle with the most is when I see adults disrespecting children and because they're older. And I think yeah. that was my hardest thing with any coach or teacher. When you, yeah. um, when you guys felt disrespected, it was very hard for me. But I also felt uncomfortable if you were disrespectful, which I didn't see as often. I did see it because you were kids. <laughs> and I also don't feel like I did the greatest job at times being respectful of you guys. Um even though it was so valued to me, I still didn't, it didn't necessarily play out perfectly. This was one area that my husband, Alan, and your dad, oh my goodness, he is so good at this. Yeah. He is so good at treating people with dignity and respect. And he, the guy is six foot seven and boy could talk down to everybody, but he just <laughs> doesn't ever make anybody feel like they're not valuable. And, and I, that thing about getting down on the floor with little kids, um, I learned that from my dad. My dad was always on the floor with children. Mm. When you guys were little, I saw him on the floor with children. He just always got down to the level of kids. He played on the ground. He laid on the ground. He always did that. He did that when I was little. He did that when you guys were little. So it's interesting how it got passed probably from my own dad (laughs) to me, to you. And then I think about um, your dad's mom. 
mm-hmm. um, is the same type of person. She values every person so highly. Yeah. Uh, right. And she just does. Yeah. I have, I felt like constantly been, my value has constantly been reassured by you and dad and your dad and dad's mom, just like obviously by other people too, but those are the people that have mostly I've never felt who could easily make me feel less valuable because I was younger, but really just did the opposite. Right. I never thought about Rachel, you being the baby in the family and then probably that would be sort of a, a ripe avenue for you not to feel respected. Yeah. So I'm glad that that isn't the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. That is kind of our big thing here. I, I didn't... And I've definitely seen it the other way in other places. So it really made it stand out that it wasn't like that in our house. Right. Well, I'm glad that's awesome. So what do you think your last, you said, you said individuality. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my brother does say this. He says uh, your four kids are the most up, op- the most extreme versions of themselves yeah. and you are all so, so different from each other. As we learned from the last podcast, Joshua is a psych major and kind of a computer nerd and, yeah. and you are a musician and it's just so different. Your passions, some overlaps in some places, yeah, but of course. so different. But um, yeah, I've definitely seen a lot, especially being at school, um, how many people, were really not supported by their families and just how there can be really easily like a dismissible career when you want to go into something, even psychology with Josh, like people always say like, oh, you're a psych major. Like, what are you going to do with that? And people would say the same thing about going into any type of uh, music field and how it's just an uh, insurmountable feat to make it in this industry. Um, But I just always felt that you really allowed us to do exactly what we were passionate about and never discouraged us from it. Of course, you wouldn't be unrealistic about things. Like you would talk to us about what we wanted to do and how we were going to do things, but it was never like, you can't do this, anything that we really wanted to do and we're really passionate about. Of course, within boundaries, not like you can do whatever you want. But um, yeah, I always felt like my passions were able to be my passions and you were never discouraging of that. Well, a long time ago, somebody said to me, um, and it was more about who my children were going to date, but it Mm. played out that we will love who you love. And then I think it really played out. We will love what you love. Yeah. And so whatever you love, we will love that because you love that because we love you. We will love what you love. And I love that. Um, mantra, I would hope that that mantra, if, if you're listening out there, make that your mantra as a parent, love who they love and love what they love. And that will really help you to be the best version of yourself. I'm not a big fan of having a mini me. I don't (laughs) want that as much as Rachel is probably very similar to me. Even last night we did a personality test and we found out that she's also very different from me. And in many ways, and that's perfect because I think my other thing was, you know, you are you, there's nobody else like you. We talked about that whole Dr. Seuss thing. You're the only one of your kind. You can be the only gift to the world. Those are, it's just true. I I believe that God has made each uh, person completely unique and in all of their uniqueness, it needs to be celebrated and we need to be excited about that. And it's going to 
probably be hard as a parent watching your kid not necessarily take the same path. None of our kids went to the colleges that we went to. Um, and we're okay with it. And we never felt pressured to either, which I think no. is the big thing is you never pressured us to be like you, or you never pressured us into things that you wanted us to do just because you wanted us to do them. We were definitely given all of the options, <laughs> right? but um, it was never forced upon us that we had to stick with one thing because that's what you wanted from us. No. And it was hard for me when you eventually quit things. We yeah. know that. And Josh talked about this. Rachel quit lacrosse or, and she had made her varsity team as a sophomore and she was a pretty good player and she quit it, quit the whole thing in order to pursue this music. And it, I can't say it wasn't hard for me. I'm a big sports fan. I no. like to watch. <laughs> I like to watch sports. She was our last kid and she gave up her last sport. We had no more kids on the field to watch. But I will say this, going to your senior music recital, um, where you had only been playing the piano for one year and listened to you be able to play a whole song and sing, uh, was better than any game I ever watched you play because you were doing what you loved Mm -hmm. and not what I loved. (laughs) And so I could see the difference in you that day watching your recital than I did any time I saw you on the sports field. So (laughs) uh, we're a little teary eyed here thinking about that. And I cannot wait to see what Rachel does um, with her life. Um, And I think you better watch out world because she's coming for you. (laughs) And so I just wanted to say thank you to her for taking the time. Um, And parents, I hope that you can value the same things that, that, uh, we value, I think, obviously, we value them for a reason. Mm-hmm. And um, those three are pretty huge on our list for a reason. Yeah. And I think it is because they they matter. Yeah. I would just like to say that those three things being stressed has definitely made my relationship with you and with dad just a lot stronger because I felt incredibly valued in that we've given the lessons that other people are more important than things. And that's been transferred to us as well, that we're more important than your, our passions are more important for our lives than yours. And yeah, you are definitely more important than any of this stuff that we have. Yeah. (laughs) And what you love is more important and um, than any of this. So I'm glad, I'm glad. I mean, we're, we are getting a little teary eyed because it is, we highly, highly value our relationship and our friendship and mm-hmm. um, and each other. And so yeah. I just want to thank you, Rachel. This really means a lot to me. There's not too many 19-year-olds out there who will give up their time um, and talk about uh, some stuff. That is somewhat painful. I would say we didn't do great. And, and it was a big, long learning process with all of this. And sort of we've come out on the other end with seeing what worked and, and what didn't work. And any time that we weren't generous and we disrespected you and we tried to make you like us, those that did not work in the long term. <laughs> and we learned very quickly that those we did not value the, even the way we were acting ourselves. So thank you so much for coming on and appreciate it. And so uh, just uh, anything else you want to say, Rachel, before I wrap up? No, I think that's it. I think you covered it all. This is great. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really enjoyed myself and I hope that you did too. 
If you want to follow me on all the social media platforms, just go to www.the-dolly-mama.com and that'll bring you right to my blog where I talk more about parenting, but also delve into other things like spiritual and personal, um, even stuff on marriage. Um, love to have you sign up, especially to be on my email list that you don't miss anything. You don't miss any of these podcasts. You don't miss any of my blogs. I also have a brand new, um, I would say, Hope Seekers and Hope Bringers page on Facebook called The Dolly Mom NJ. Find me there and join us there. And you can do all the normal stuff like follow me on Twitter at NJ Dolly Mama or also on Instagram at the.dolly.mama. I get so excited when I have new friends join me and I just hope that you would share this and to all the people out there who need hope and guidance uh, for their own parenting journey and just the feeling like that we are not alone in this as moms and as dads. We have each other, we have God, and we have our children, which is so exciting. Thanks again, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. <music>